step out of your comfort zones, for us to step out of our comfort zones as men and lead our families and everyone he puts in our path to his gracious word and for the glory of his kingdom alone. That is my prayer as always that he is continuing to grow and stretching us to be more than what the world says we are, but to step forward into his power and his glory for the kingdom of heaven. <clears throat> well, as you know, this show is a day late, and it was supposed to be out yesterday, and man, I tell you what, this has been uh, kind of a, I'm not going to say a struggle, but something that I really had to uh, think about and be in prayer about uh, comes about with, uh, you know, the word that, the message that we received this past Sunday in um, church as far as um, the elect, the chosen, who are the chosen, who are the elect people of God. Uh, and there was a part in the sermon that said that, uh, God chooses us, but we don't choose God. And I believe that to, uh, some extent, I mean, I believe God knows he is the all knowing. He is the creator of the universe that he has predestined. I'm not. I don't know if I'd say predestined, but I know he knows who's going to follow him and who's not. Uh, You know, we see this all the way back in the Old Testament. I mean, he picked the people of Israel, right? He chose those. So he predestined the saints, those who we read about in the Old Testament, Abraham, Abraham, uh, all of those in the Old Testament, Moses, Noah, right? God chose, though he chose the country of Israel to be the place where he would be, right? That the temple would be there. All of this was predestined uh, by the creator of the universe, God the Father, right? And we see all through the Old Testament where God is very black and white I guess you would say on his people and protecting his people and choosing his people uh, and defending them using other people which uh, shows that he is in control of all things which is what we should all believe Uh, but we also know that he gives us a choice to choose our belief in him it is not a forced belief even the people of israel had doubts and he dealt with them justly right and severely in those times Uh, but now we see that how can a or now we think uh how can a just god say well these are my people And I created all of them, but 
uh, I'm going to pick these and not these when we're all deserving uh, of hell. But I'm going to pick this group over this group uh, just because I say so. It would be hard for us to get behind uh, that God, uh, even though we understand he is the creator of all things. But we do understand also that he is a fair and just God, and we are all his creation, all humankind. It tells us in Genesis that he breathed his life into us. Everything else he spoke into existence, but man, man and woman, he breathed his life into us. So how can that God be the same God that says, well, these people are going to heaven and these people are going to burn in hell. And knowing the character of God, the father that he is just, and he is fair and that he does love every one of us, uh, how could he make it fair that though these certain people are going to be the ones that spend eternity in glory with him and are heirs to his throne? Well, the only way to be fair about that is to give you a choice. And that choice is Jesus Christ. So you could either choose to believe that Jesus Christ is the son of man and that he died on or the son of God and he died on the cross for the sin of every person, every soul on this planet and that everyone has the opportunity to come to Jesus Christ. You know, does God know who those people are? Of course he does. If he created everything, he already knows past, present, and future, right? So we understand that, that he already knows. So therefore, in a way, we are predestined. But how can it be fair that some people are going to heaven and some people are going to hell? Well, Jesus Christ. Our faith in Jesus Christ alone is the key to that. You can either choose to accept and love him and believe who he is, or you cannot. And that makes it fair and just for everyone on the planet. Right? Does God know who those people will be? Who those who will love his son and follow his son, Jesus Christ? Yes. Are there events that he allows to happen in our lives that leads us to that point? Yes, but he does that to everyone. I think everyone in their life has a choice on knowing or hearing the gospel, being presented the gospel, has a choice to accept it. Does he allow things to happen in our lives that push us to the point to where we all come to a meeting with Jesus at some point? Uh, you know, the saying, "There's you never met an atheist in a foxhole, Right. Well, everybody at some point in their life will call upon the name of God. Now, whether they choose to stay in that and trust in that and have faith in Jesus Christ, that he is 
the Messiah, that he is the Savior, that he is the Son of God, that he died on a cross, buried, resurrected, and now sits at the right hand of God for every soul on this planet. That's what he died for. That's what he took the wrath of God for, right? Uh, and he has chosen he has chosen us to be those faithful, those elect, those selected. He knows already because he's God, so he knows. But does he force us into that? No. And can you give up that salvation? You can give it up, I believe, by rejecting God and turning away from Jesus, like we've talked about in previous shows. I think that that is what God gives us. Does he knows? Does he know who those people are? Right. And I think that's the reason Jesus tells us uh, that, you know, some of them will say, I prophesied in your name. I did all this stuff. And he said, I, I didn't know you, so I spit you out of my mouth. And they will not have a place in heaven because they're not true followers of Jesus Christ. So the elect, the chosen are those who are true followers of Jesus Christ. Doesn't mean we're perfect. Doesn't mean we get it right all the time. That's where grace, the grace of God comes in in Jesus, right? Because through his grace and through his love for us, that we all, because of Adam and Eve, deserve to burn in hell. Because at one time, we were holy. We were with him. God is what we knew. But because Satan... It's tricky, and Satan is deceitful and a liar, and he only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Then, when we when Adam ate the apple, it changed everything. Right? It opened our eyes to good and evil, you know, right and wrong. So, with that choice, God has to deliver us with another choice. You can either choose. The old way in Adam and Eve and stay in your sinful fleshly nature or you can accept my son Jesus Christ and have eternal life with the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, right? I mean, we can have eternity in heaven or we can have eternity in hell. We can choose to stay in the old way of Adam and Eve, which is to believe in the world and how the world operates and the things of this world that are more valuable than the things of heaven. Right? We have that choice. And whether God knows or not who those people are, the choice is still there. Right? So it, it's up to us as individuals to whether we want to stay the same old way or do we want to accept Jesus Christ and become a new creation. Uh, it all comes back to our faith in Jesus, that God gives us that choice, right? And that he, that's how he decides. That's how it's fair. That's how it's just, you know, from, from the Old Testament. Yes, he picked Israel and those people to be his chosen, his elect. But when Jesus comes, Jesus offers it to every single person on this earth, not just the Jews, not just the Israelites, not just his select people, because we're all his select people. We're all his creation. No matter whether you believe in him or trust in him or not, 
the fact remains that we are God's people and he wants every one of us to experience his unending love for each one of us. And that is the choice of whether you choose to follow Jesus Christ and believe the words that Jesus Christ spoke and that he died on the cross for each one of us. So as, as difficult as it is and confusing as man makes it, and well, this means this and this means that, and just, you know, I, and I get it. But like I said, if we're men and thinking we understand, we can understand that we could ever understand in the flesh that we live in, in this world, the mind and knowledge of God, then we're wrong. And I think that's where a lot of people um, fall off instead of understanding that we could never understand the full concept of God's wisdom we will never be that smart even in our spiritual bodies we will not be that smart right because even Jesus said when it's talking about end times that only the father knows and even though we believe that it is a triune God the father son and the holy spirit right Jesus even said that only the father knows when those times, when the end times will be. Not the angels, not even the Son of God knows when that time will be. So, even Jesus said, in this form, I only know limited amounts. So, he tells us right there that as God's creation in the flesh that we will only know so much. Our eyes will be open through our faith in Jesus Christ and we'll be able to see the truth and we'll be able to go in certain things that God has granted us the ability to know and see in our gifts that he has given us that we'll be able to see things in those areas or do things in those areas. But Overall, we will never under, fully understand or comprehend the glory and greatness and wisdom of God, the Father. But through the Son, Jesus Christ, he has given us an opportunity to accept Jesus and believe Jesus is the Son of God and that he is the Savior, that he died on the cross once again for every single soul on this planet. Which he did, not just a select few, not just the Israelites, not just those people in Israel. No, he died for everyone because we are all his creation and we are all have a choice to make whether we choose to follow Jesus Christ and believe in him or not. And if you don't, then the eternal consequences of that is hell. Period. End of story. You either choose Jesus, love Jesus, believe Jesus, follow Jesus, and try to, through Jesus and the Holy Spirit, look more like Jesus in this world. So that when we get to heaven and we walk through that purifying fire to get in, that there's a lot left of us to be useful and beneficial to the kingdom of heaven. 
if you choose not to believe in Jesus Christ and his word, you choose not to. And like I said, I believe that you can give it away. You can reject Jesus. You can turn from Jesus. Now, whether that's the hardships in your life, but God knew that already. So if we're talking about predestination and who the elect is, the followers of Jesus Christ, the true followers of Jesus Christ, who stand strong, who persevere, who endure all the hardships and trials that this life is going to bring us and still have joy and peace and trust in Jesus Christ, though those are the elect. Those are the people of God because they don't turn away from Jesus during the hard times. They don't give up in their faith because of the hard times. They don't defile God in the hard times. They lean on him even more. They turn to him even more. They trust in him even more. They believe that, yes, God is the creator of everything. Everything you see, God created. Never seen it before, but God has. Because if God hadn't thought it or created it, it would not be. He would not give it to us to be able to have this mind of his in creating things, right? And that we have to trust in Jesus Christ. That's the choice we have to make. You know, it's not complicated. You got Calvinism, Arminianism, you know, and all this says, well, once you elect or chosen before, well, God knows who they're going to be, right? Who's going who's gonna to believe in Jesus and who's not going to believe in Jesus? He knows that already, right? But at the same time, we all have to c come through his giving us choice. He, we have to come to love him on our own, not that he's forcing us to love us. Forcing us to love him, right? There's that choice. And that's what makes God fair and just and righteous is because he gives us that choice. His love is big enough to let us go. That if that's what we choose, as much as it hurts him, as much as it pains him to see somebody walk away from the great gifts that he offers us through his son, Jesus Christ, and by provision of the Holy Spirit, that that crushes the Father in heaven. He wants to see nobody left behind. He wants to see nobody burn in hell. But unfortunately, because he is, and by the same token, because of his righteousness and because he is just and because he is fair and because of his love, which we've already talked about, that love cannot be forced. It can only be given. And in that sense... He gives us the choice and he understands and he knows that through that choice, some will not believe some will choose to not believe the truth. They will not believe in his son, Jesus Christ. And therefore the fairness in that is that we make the choice. If we are presented with the gospel truth of Jesus Christ, and we believe that the Bible, every word in the Bible is God-breathed, then we understand, like for me, I mean, it's, it's simple for me. Look, I have to believe 
not because God tells me to. I have to believe for the peace of my soul and the peace of my mind that I have to believe that every word in the Bible is God breathed. That even though a man wrote it, it was through the spirit in which God provided in order for him to tell the truth to us in a way from a man's perspective that we can make the right choice, you know, good and evil, right? Adam and Eve screwed it up because Satan tricked them into believing that it was good and we could be as smart as God. We will never be as smart as God. There are just some facts in this world that are facts. You know, you can argue up one side and down the other, but it doesn't change the fact your opinion about the truth doesn't matter. The truth is the truth, right? Every single human being on this planet has been born of a woman, period. So whether you think you're a man, if you're a man and think you're a woman, you ain't giving birth to no kid because you're not a woman. That's not how God intended it, right? So there are some factual actual facts that nobody can argue you can think however you want to you can think that there's no jesus but all the evidence shows that there is a jesus and you can think that god's not fair and he's not just but how much more fair and just can god give you than a choice to either love him or not present you with all the facts all the history right that continues to be proven out by everything we find out that, hey, the Bible's right. It tells us all the big events, right? Science is finding all this stuff. You know, archaeologists are digging up all these places that people say, oh, well, they're not even in existence anymore. No, you dig deep enough over thousands of years of sandstorms and all this stuff, and you start finding out, well, look, I guess the Bible is right because it says it right here that this place was here, though we didn't thought for, but as we dig and search, the truth comes out and is proven in his word. So... I call this show the elect and who is the elect? It's us, those believers in Jesus Christ. The new Testament tells us that, you know, even though we were predestined to be great because God knows, but he doesn't force. And that's the difference. God knows who is going to choose to have their faith in Jesus Christ. Right. And our dedication to follow Jesus, Yeshua, is, is the dividing line. That's who's going to be in heaven and who's going to be in hell. Who's really going to follow Jesus and who's really going to stand on the truth of Jesus Christ and those who don't or those who say they do but are actually not 100% vested in the truth of Jesus Christ. They do it because the world says it looks good or it's the newest fad you know, the the Jesus revolution, right? Look, it comes down to this. Believe in Jesus Christ. Believe that he is the son of God, that God sent to the earth to give every single person on this planet an opportunity 
to be in heaven with the creator or to burn in hell. I mean, it's pretty simple, you know, and the more we listen to men who try to put their twist on what God's saying instead of just reading what God's saying and praying for the wisdom and the discernment of his word and the truth of his word in our hearts, we already know he put it there. It tells us he put it there. But when we choose to access it through our faith in Jesus Christ and start listening to the word and listening to the Holy Spirit and his confirmation of the things that the Bible says and what we're seeing right now, then that we are the chosen. We are the the elect, right? So if you are a true follower and a true believer in Jesus Christ, which again, starts with the foundation that the understanding of we're all God's creation. We have to accept Jesus Christ for as being the Son of Man. We have to believe that when we truly accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and believe it in our hearts and start applying what Jesus says into our lives and trusting in him that what he says is true, that we believe we are a new creation through Christ, that Adam is dead because of Jesus. When you can stand on that and believe in that and trust in that without a shadow of a doubt, no matter how hard times get, then you, we are the elect. We are the chosen because we put our faith in Jesus Christ. And that's how God makes it fair. That's how God makes it just is, all right, I understand. I created every one of you. And because Adam and Eve ate the apple and opened our eyes to things that we weren't yet ready to know, that God did not want us to know, because Satan's tricky and deceitful and tricked us into to believing something that isn't true or that we didn't need to know yet because we weren't mature enough to understand it. But Satan said we were, so Adam and Eve ate the apple. So there our eyes were opened. Now God says, okay, I got it. I knew it was going to happen because if I want you to truly love me, <clears throat> excuse me, if I want you to truly love me, then I have to give you the choice to either choose what the world says or what I say. And we have to stand on the truth that Jesus is the son of God and we are saved through our faith in him alone. Right? I mean, that's the, and we are a new creation that we now live by the spirit, not the flesh. And that we control through the power of the Holy Spirit that we do have control over our minds and our bodies and our hearts and that God gave us these bodies, these incredible pieces of machinery and a mind to be able to discern the truth, the facts, right? That he gave us all of this in order to glorify him. That we understand that 
without faith in Jesus Christ and without the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us, we may we may be how do I want to say this? If all create all God's creation, right, we all have the Spirit of God living in us because He breathed His life into us. So there may be those who are by world standard standards very wealthy, very powerful, very creative, very um, what is the word agnostic? I guess that doesn't really believe. Maybe believes there's a God, but they don't believe in Jesus, and they don't. You know, it's like they believe parts of it, and they understand there's probably a greater power that created us, but they're not saying that God did it. Well, that's okay. We still have. He, we still have the creativity. Uh, I don't even know if that's a word, but power of God because we are of Him, so we can create things and we can grow things and we can make things. But if those who follow Jesus Christ understand, there's so much more uh, joy and peace and comfort in knowing that no matter what whether you have all the money in the world or whether you have nothing through his, through your faith in Jesus, you have everything that you can overcome any obstacle in your life because of the peace and strength of Jesus and the Holy spirit that lives inside of you through your acceptance of Jesus Christ. I mean, that's the most powerful gift ever. Right. And I don't, take i listen and i read what other men of faith say and think and whatnot but my prayer is always that god will show me what his word that's reading this show took an extra day to do is because if we are chosen and he predestined us to follow him then how is that fair to those who are not predestined or elected well it is fair because he gives you the choice to be part of that family. Every single person has the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And as Christians, it is our duty, our responsibility to ensure that every single soul on this planet has the opportunity to hear the name and know the truth of Jesus Christ. You know, and like I said in the last show, we're failing horribly as Christians, hence the end times and tribulation. I believe if we were truly living our lives as Christians and doing everything to be like Jesus and to make this world look more like what we think, what we've been told that heaven is going to look like, right, that every we would be getting closer to having every person on this planet at least adhering and given the opportunity to accept Jesus or not. You know, I mean, the word spread a lot faster when there was no technology than it is now. And as Christians, that's our fault. But as the chosen and the elect, if we truly are that, then we have to step up, especially as men, 
and and lead our families to that truth, lead our communities to that truth, lead our counties, states, and our country to that truth. And as we, as let's put it this way, as Americans, right, or whatever country you're listening to this show in, as the men of Christ in your country, then you have to step up and start that movement. That we have to, as men, who God created first and came looking for in the garden after Eve took the first bite of the apple, but God came looking for us. So it's our responsibility to help everyone have the choice of becoming the chosen, the elect, and the acceptance of Jesus Christ. So that we can make this earth, as God intended it, to look more like heaven. To be a place where God will come and walk with us once again in the garden and talk to us. Right? On a daily basis. Because everyone that's here knows, believes, that God is the creator of all things. God is walking with us. We understand that. He is in each one of us that has accepted Jesus Christ. He has provided the Holy Spirit. But he has also provided the truth on our souls and inside of us of who he is. And we have the choice to either accept it by believing in Jesus Christ or not. And if you choose not, then he explains the consequences very well in his book in his guidebook, in his handbook for life, and that's the Bible. So that's my take on who is the elect. Are we chosen? Yes. Are we predestined? Yes. But we also have the choice to turn away from that. Does God know? Yes. Does he allow it to happen? Yes. Why? Because that's the only fair thing to do. Because when we talk about God is love, if he forces us to love him, it's not love. Right? We choose to serve God out of love for him and what he's done for us. And the respect and the gratitude that we have that he gave us the choice. And we chose to say, did he know we were going to? Yes. Does he know those who are going to walk away? Yes. But he never gives up on us. He is patient. He is kind. Right, and he knows the reason he only knows that when the end times will be, because as long as we're still chasing as Christians and spreading the gospel all over the world, not just in the easy places, but in the hard places where the people need it the most, they need the hope the most. When we as Christians, we as men, step out in that faith and start trying to reach those places. And as long as we're trying to reach those places and do the will of God and sacrificing ourselves for the glory of God and for the truth of Jesus Christ, then the earth keeps going because God is patient and he wants every soul on this planet to be his. He understands and he knows that that's not the case. But until those that he knows will accept him have heard the gospel, this world's not coming to an end. So we can't worry about when the end times are going to be. We need to be worried about as men leading everyone we can to Jesus Christ 
and accepting him so that we ensure that we are in capturing the souls or leading the souls that he has predestined to come to know his son, Jesus Christ, and have faith in him to him. But if they can't, if we as Christians and true believers of Jesus Christ are not reaching out and spreading that gospel. And when that stops and when the lies and the deceitfulness of Satan, as we see playing out right now, are overtaking the voice of the followers of Jesus Christ because we're too scared to stand up and speak the truth of Jesus into any situation, then those people need a push in times tribulation to ensure that God gets his people that have made the choice, that are presented with the choice to accept him. It's not our job to save them. It's the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit's job. And God never loses. So as we, as the elect, the chosen, must spread the gospel of Jesus Christ so that we can feel the kingdom of heaven present the opportunity to those that God already knows is going to fill the kingdom of heaven. Does that make sense? I hope so. It's kind of a crazy topic and there's a lot of different theologies on, um, who the elect are and whatnot, but it doesn't matter whether we're predestined or not. We do not know who God has chosen. So therefore we can never rest on our laurels that, we can't do as Jesus has commanded us to do, and that is spread the truth and the gospel of Jesus Christ. We can't wait. Oh, well, God will pick them. No, it's our job and responsibility for them to provide every human, every soul on this planet the opportunity and the choice to choose Jesus Christ. It's not our choice to make. It's theirs. But we have to present the truth of Jesus to them so they can make that choice on their own. But we that have made that choice and have become the chosen and the elect of God the Father because of that choice in our belief and faith in Jesus Christ have to present it, have to present that opportunity to everyone we come in contact with. And if we're doing that diligently and spreading it and reaching and growing, uh, then I believe that the end times are further off than we think because God, if we know anything about the Father, he is patient and he never loses. He plays the long game, not the short game. So I hope that helps uh, clarify just you know some things that have been uh, said in church and discussed in uh discussions after uh bible studies and different places and different things talking about predestined and uh who are the elect and if they are elect then what difference does it make what we do we can't fall into that trap men we have to stand on the gospel of jesus christ and our number one mission on this earth is to spread the truth and the gospel of jesus christ uh doesn't matter what God knows. We don't know it. So we have to go out and do what we are called to do. We have to do the work that Jesus 
placed in front of us. We have to go out and let everyone that we come in contact with know the truth of who Jesus is for the opportunity and for the glory of the kingdom of heaven. So with that being said, man, as you go out and do what you do today, answer the call of men.